You're listening to episode 11 of the Study Hub on Drive Time. Maths Paper 2, Ordinary Level and Agricultural Science. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. Good evening, you're all very welcome into the Study Hub this evening. And we have a busy show for you because we're going to be tackling two subjects for the Leaving Cert and we will reveal, reveal those in a minute. But also on this evening's show, study tubers. We catch up with just two of the Leaving Cert class of 2021 who are vlogging their Leaving Cert experiences. Here is a little taster. So here is me setting my Forest timer. Forest is a great app. Definitely you should download it. Then I am just revising my French oral flashcards here. I have flashcards for everything I need to know in the oral. Um, it just helps me because it's just condensed information. And then I think I was doing a French comprehension here because I'm really bad at French comprehensions and they're actually like 30% of my leaving cert. So I do actually really need to improve on these. So that's my schedule, uh, maths at 11. So I'm actually, should I chill to 11? I might just chill till 11. And then I have French, Irish, then I have snack, then English, biology, lunch, business, French, and then I have a French call later and a biology call later as well. I might actually go down and talk to my mum because my mum's downstairs. So, yeah. Go down and talk to your mum. I have to say that is the best advice for anybody tackling the leaving searches. Keep those chats going. But there you heard YouTubers Ellen Clark and Molly O'Brien in action on their videos. And they discuss everything and anything from what they're studying to what they eat to what is the best eye makeup to wear. I suppose when your social life is taking place on Zoom, it matters. We're delighted to say that the leaving search YouTubers Ellen Clark and Molly O'Brien will join us shortly. So yes, busy as I said. But what subjects this evening are under the microscope, I hear you ask? Well, here are some clues. We do nothing but range on this programme, it has to be said. So this evening, magic numbers, it's Maths Paper 2, Ordinary Level with the wonderful Miss Jean Kelly. And we will delve into a subject that has had a massive overhaul recently, agricultural science, which has been growing hugely in popularity in the recent years. So please get your questions and your comments into us now. You can text us at 51551 or indeed email us at studyhub at rt.ie. So meanwhile, what is the latest with the state exams? Well, as regular listeners know, every evening here on the show, we try and give you an accurate update on the developments involved in the state exams to give you solid advice to help you with your preparations. And here on Thursday evening on the Study Hub, we spoke to Anne Pickett, President of the ASDI, about their concerns about the process at the time. Since then, we know that they're all back in the room. The talks are back on and we are keeping a close eye on those negotiations. In fact, Emma Kelly had a piece there at six o'clock about updates as such, but nothing definite yet and possibly more detail tomorrow. So it seems that for now, we and you will have to keep calm and carry on. So here's this evening we do plough on and over the next 25 minutes we will continue to support you as you continue to prepare for that Leaving Cert in June. So let's get on with it and first up this evening it's time for a little bit of this. Math is a wonderful thing. Math 
Math is a really cool thing. So get off your ass, let's do some math. Math, 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 math. Any excuse to play that, to be honest. Our first subject this evening, Math's Ordinary Level, Paper 2. And joining us is Jean Kelly again from the Institute of Education on Leeson Street in Dublin. Jean, very nice to have you back with us again. We spoke to you a few weeks ago about Ordinary Level, Paper 1. Now we're back with Paper 2. So let's start at the beginning of this. Two and a half hours for this paper, just like Paper 1. But it's demanding in a different way with that mixture of short questions and long questions. Tell us a little bit about the structure of the paper. How many do students have to prepare for to answer of each? Hi, Evelyn. How are you doing? Great. Um, okay, so Matt's paper two, just like paper one, there's 10 questions. It's split up into two sections. There's a section A of short questions on concepts and skills, and then there's a section B of long questions there. And like, you know, putting everyday life examples, um, putting everything into context, and it's kind of like the problem solving word problem area. Um, the short questions, there's six of them, section A, they're 30 marks each. And um, you have to do five this year instead of doing all of them. It's a new thing this year because of COVID. And uh, the long questions, there's four of them and you have to do three of them and they're 50 marks each. Now, because this paper, as you say, you know, it's the big one, it's ambitious, it's demanding and they've made some concessions that you've referred to already. Do you mind tell us about, because I was fascinated by this, by the layout of the papers itself, because it's in one book, the answer book. So tell us more about how yeah. you prepare and think about the answer book situation before we even get into the questions. Well, every time I even give a test in class, I like to kind of give it on the answer booklet because they have to try and get, like, the squares are tiny. If you remember the math sums, the sums copies we used to use years ago, sure. they're even smaller squares than those. So um, trying to even fit the writing and what you want to say onto the page is a, is a demanding thing in itself. So I try and get them used to it from the start and give them out in tests, uh, get them to get square you know, copy paper so that they're writing on it when they're taking class notes and things like that. So, you know, trying to even actually when you look at it, if there's a short question and there's only like a tiny box or whatever, you know, you wouldn't want to be writing too much into it. So if you take into account the length of the answer and the size of the boxes, you can kind of cop as to how much to put into each part. And it's a big exam paper. I mean, you were saying it can be up to 20 pages oh, in bulky, length. Yeah, up to 20 pages, yeah. And there's a lot of reading involved. Now, in fairness, they did say that they in, in the longer questions that... You know, they usually put a lot of words, a lot of paragraphs. And it's a lot of English to get through before you actually figure out which maths topic you're going to use, uh, which formula you're going to use. Mm-hmm. But they did say that the material in those longer questions was going to be looked at and the amount of that they were going to be presenting was going to be looked at as well. So hopefully they'll take that on board. Sure. And, you know, we're keeping an eye on all that. And of course, we'll bring everybody up to date if there are those kind of bigger changes. We've already referred Absolutely. to a few of them. But, you know... When we talked the last time about paper one, we were talking about timings and you said, look, students like this paper because they can get through it quite quickly. Paper two, Absolutely, it's a yeah. different proposition, isn't it? The clock's yeah. going to be taken in a different like way. I find be walking out, sorry, uh, I find me walking out of paper one after about an hour and a half thinking, geez, I, I actually think I got through all those questions and <laughs> did pretty well. But then they go into paper two and it's a completely different kettle of fish. As you were saying, it's like, it's very long. There's a lot, like you use your your t- log tables a lot. There's a lot of calculator work. There's a lot of subbing into formulae, a lot of reading again, a lot of text to get through. It's, and again, 20 pages, it's a, it's a lot for a kid as well. Now, you know, it's, it can be overwhelming. 
of course, and like so much in the Leaving Cert is overwhelming. But one of the things that I know you love, because we're getting used to this now in this programme, is you waxing lyrically about the logbook. And you've already mentioned formulas and things there. <laughs> you talked about this the last time. In fact, Dana Kilroy talked to us about this for chemistry. Bring the logbook in and open it. You say students don't realise sometimes they think they know the formula and it's all there. And it's, it's right there in front of them. The amount of times I've seen the quadratic formula written down wrong, even though you've given them the log tables or you've put the, the formula at the back of the test or whatever, and they're still writing them down wrong. So if you can actually transcribe a formula from the log tables and put it down on the paper in the right section, you're going to get marks for it. They'll compensate you. You get marks for your method, your attempts and your formulae. So don't forget that. Now, the topics, you know, they're like old friends coming up, the line and the circle, the area and the volume. Maybe talk us through that list of topics and can I leave anything out? Unfortunately not. And there's certain Ah, topics you need to bring in with you for paper one as well. It's a global (laughs) pandemic. (laughs) You'd need to have a good overview of your algebra for definite. And uh, in terms of the line and circle, if your algebra is top notch, the line and circle will be like bread and butter to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So you've got coordinate geometry, the line and circle. They're usually short questions. They're the 30 mark questions. Then you've got area and volume. You've got statistics and probability, group them together, study them together, trigonometry and geometry um, and constructions and transformations. And, uh, you know, when you when you group certain topics together, it makes it easier for you to study them as well, like put geometry mm-hmm. and, and transformations and theorems and axioms together with trigonometry and your transformations. Um, you know, put your probability and statistics together. Line, the line and circle go together lovely. And area and volume can come into any question. I mean, you could nearly bring area and volume into paper one as well. Um, you're measuring. So you're going to be measuring with almost every topic you do. You made the point the last time that sometimes students think, you know, if I get trigonometry, if, I, if they do paper one, that they can hold off studying and swatting that last bit of trigonometry until they're heading yeah. to paper two. And do you know what? Don't financial do maths, yeah. Financial maths is riddled throughout both papers. Like it comes up riddled throughout the probability questions, the statistics questions. You could nearly put it in with any question at all. So be prepared. Absolutely. From the get go. Yeah. From paper one. Now, to the long questions that you're talking about, that they're wordy. So use the wording, find the wording, work out, you say, what the examiners are looking for and underline those key terms. Maybe talk yeah. to us a little bit about and keep that. reading over it. Like mm-hmm. if you read the question, you, you, you can read a question and it might not go in the first time. Read it again. Uh, go over it. Pick out the key words. Like if you were looking for the equation of a line, you'd be thinking to yourself, right, I'm looking for that word equation. Then I'm going to go to the log tables, look up the formula for the equation. Then it depends on what point you have. Do you have a slope? And if you look at the formula, it almost tells you what's going, what you need to sub in there. So like M is for the slope and X1, Y1 points are made up of X and Y values. So look at the formula and then apply it to the question and you'll know exactly what you need from the question, from the words in the question. But underlying keywords is, is the key, really is. Go, you keep going back to the question. Now, again, we talked about this before, you know, if you get a wrong calculation at some point and it, you know, haunts your answer all the way through. How much of a problem is that in terms of when you're actually facing into your marks? If I'm honest with you, I don't see it as a problem at all. I mean, like I almost sometimes tell students to put in any old number if they know how to do a part in the question that's later on the question that maybe they didn't get the first few parts right and they're worried about carrying those wrong answers into the last part that's maybe worth 20 marks. Um, Don't worry about it. Just put in any old number. You know what you're doing. You get marks for the method. You get marks for your formula. You get marks for the techniques that you use. And even if you use your, your own techniques, even better. That's what we're trying to do with Project Maths. Bring out your flair. I love that, bring out your flair. And you're going to tell me, show the work, show the work, show the work. 
Oh my God, show everything. Literally keep writing until your hand has fallen off you and don't leave early, whatever you do. When you leave, you can't go back in. So just stay there till the bitter end. Okay, well look, we are going to leave you back to your lovely logbook for now, Jean Kelly. And that's, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, your contribution so far. But you're not going to go far away because we are going to come back to you shortly with some final questions from students. So keep that phone charged up. Thanks again, Jean. If you have questions for Jean, please text us now on 51551. But in the meantime, we have this. I have so much to do tonight. Literally, I'm just gonna like bang it all out, massive study sesh, this is the plan. So I'm going to do some human reproduction questions and then I'm gonna do ecology questions and then I'm gonna do English. I'm so bad at English, but anyway, let's go study. I'm showing the real life of person that's in sixth year. But then again, that's just me. There's other people out there and they literally study so much and fair play to them, but I just couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I think my favourite phrase so far is a massive study session. I'm thinking maybe we should rebrand this programme into that because here in the study hub we know that life is no picnic for the Leaving Sir class of 2021 and it can be dull to be in your room all day. We're about to talk to two people who are vlogging their way through the experience. Delighted to welcome these uh, YouTube stars, Leaving Sir stars, uh, Ellen Clark from St Mary's Catholic College in Nace and Molly O'Brien from Loretto Secondary School in Navan. You're both very welcome to the show. And Ellen, I'm going to start with you if that's okay. I know you've been making videos for a few years now. So I suppose moving on to covering your Leaving Cert studies, that was maybe a natural next step for you, was it? Yeah, so hi Evan. Hi um, <laughs> So I guess I, I started a while ago, like nearly six years ago. And, you know, a lot of those videos are private now because I was young. You know, they're quite embarrassing. <laughs> but I guess throughout my whole life, I've sort of like vlogged and filmed everything you know, from when I was young with my friends to now going out with my friends, you know, to my 18th birthday. Honestly, I just film everything. And now the big hot topic is the leaving sir, and especially with coronavirus and the whole uncertainty of it all. It was all just like natural to film it and people enjoyed being able to relate to it because there was no one else really to look up to about that. Great. Molly, you're there as well. Good evening to you. Hello, is Molly there? Well, we'll keep talking to you, Ellen, for a minute while we get Molly up. So, Ellen, what kind of reaction are your videos getting? Because as you say, with the Leaving Cert, uncertainty is the key word at this point. You know, what kind of reaction are you getting from students? I'm getting a great reaction. Like, I guess people enjoy being able to relate to me. And like, I've received so many messages and comments from people like telling me how much my videos have like helped to keep them stay motivated. Mm -hmm. Or like sometimes, honestly, the opposite, like help them to take a break because like knowing when to like switch off is like just as important to do and like some like I do study quite a lot but on some days I might not do anything and I guess people are happy to see both sides of it you know because I was interested in that and Molly was, was sort of saying the same thing that you both see yourselves as kind of regular students and that you think that's a good thing that that helps yeah like I do study and when I study you know I really put my head down and I've been consistent over the past two years so I'm not too worried at the moment or anything because I trust my teachers and I trust that I will I do put in the work to get the grades that I want to, you know, to get into college. So, yeah, I think you don't need to show off. You know, some people like to show off about how much they study. And it's not really about that. I guess it's more like about how you study and not how much you do it. Now, Molly, you're there now. Molly, one of the things I was intrigued by is you guys love your workouts and exercise and keeping fit. That's a really important part of all this for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. So tell me about like a typical day because you did a good video on a day in the life of a leaving search or talk us through all that. Um, so I just wake up, I have my breakfast and then like I get up during school hours. So then I can go on call with the teachers I need to go on call with. Mm -hmm. And then when school's over, I 
well, I'm obviously changed from the morning, but um, I go and do my workout. And I go, go for a run and then I come back and do maybe like half an hour, 40 minute workout when I come home. So wow. just just keeps your mind off all the stuff, you know. And how do you feel about all the stuff? How do you feel about the Leaving Cert at this point? Um, to be honest, it's just getting, it is getting quite annoying. Um, the whole certainty, like it's just the whole time, just cutting out the motivation for studying and I just find that I don't really have any motivation and my friends that I'm talking to, they don't really have any motivation either. Okay. they don't. Because I suppose, you know, we're all waiting and maybe this week we might get a bit more clarity about that. But you're finding that doing the videos is helping you, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, I just find that videos kind of, it's a bit of creativity mm-hmm. to the whole thing because there's nothing else to do. So I might as well... <laughs> Put my mind somewhere good, you know. And what would you like and hope for September for yourself, Molly, if all things come together for you? Um, for me, I really want to go into media. Okay. So I applied for um, the new media studies uh, course in IADT in Dunleary. So I really hope to do media in the future and to get into that in September. You'll be far too big to talk to the likes of me then in a few years' time is what you're saying to me. And Ellen, just finally for you then, the value of doing these videos for you, how do they help? Well, I don't know. Like, I just think they're just really enjoyable and they're a bit of escapism, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's, I've always done them and I think everyone, like all my friends, just it's just good crack for everyone, even my parents, to be in them. It's just something to think about other than, you know, what we're living through right now. <laughs> Which is not very fun, <laughs> let's be honest. Now, I'm going to let you both go, but before I do, can you give us your social media handles quickly so we can get those follower numbers up for you? Where, okay, where do we find you? Ellen, you go um, first. So you can, follow, you can find me on YouTube at Ellen Clark, just my name, Ellen Clark, and on Instagram at underscore Ellen Clark underscore. So if you want to shoot me a message about any questions, you can message me on there. Super, and Molly? Where do we find um, you? On YouTube, you can find me at Molly O'Brien, just my normal name, like Ellen. And my TikTok is Molly O'Brien, M-O-L-O-B-R-I-E-N. Fabulous. I'm so impressed by both of you. Listen, off you go, and I presume you're going to mention us because we need the kind of the big up the hype, you know. So if you <laughs> yeah, can do definitely. anything to mention the show on your social media, we'd be really grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen, the best luck to both of you. We'll stay in touch with you and see how you got on, get on over the next couple of months. OK, thank you so much. And so we don't, much. so if you're listening at home and you're vlogging your experiences and would like to tell us about them, we'd love to hear from you too at studyhub at rte.id. Now, introducing a new subject course exam may be difficult at the best of times, but when it's a subject that requires practical work and projects such as agricultural science or ag science in the middle of a pandemic lockdown, well, that's going to provide even more challenges. But there's some content that you will want to study and certain ways to approach the exam paper. We're joined now by Brendan Green. Brendan is an ag science teacher at St. Clair's Comprehensive School in Manor Hamilton, Leitrim. He's also been a former written examiner, so knows his stuff. He joins us on the line. Brendan, good evening to you. Good evening, Evelyn. Now, Brendan, just to give us a quick run through about this new ag science paper, because it's grown in popularity and it's had a major overhaul. It has indeed. I suppose we have about eight... 1,500 doing it each year approximately, and the vast majority of them, about nearly 90%, do the higher level course. So after a period of about 40 years, we have introduced a new agricultural science course, and I suppose if you had a choice, it would be the one year out of any of those 40 that you wouldn't have uh, a new course introduced, because obviously there has been, as you are well aware, plenty of disruption with the pandemic. So that is a, it's a greenfield situation. 
But uh, as you said earlier in your introduction to the math thing, we have to plough on, and we have to plough on with it and try and get the work done uh, as of now. Well, it's a great verb for your paper indeed. Now, let's get stuck into the sections of the paper, the bits that we do know so far. There are two sections, I gather. There are two sections on it, yes. And uh, uh, there's a section A, as you might imagine, and uh, in the early version of the sample paper, which came along quite late, I'd have to say, Mm -hmm. there was a 10 out of 10 uh, choice in section A. So 10 tins, 100 marks. And there has been a little bit of alleviation on that, uh, so they're basically putting in uh, 12 questions now so that you can pick 10 out of it. And in the section B, which has twice that amount of marks, uh, 200 marks, and you are to do four out of five questions, and there's an increased choice there uh, to six questions on that now as a result of uh, some alleviation from the official side. So even though it's a brand new paper, they've already had to kind of modify it because of the circumstances of this year. So then when it comes to timing, Brendan, like what is your advice or can you give solid advice to students at this point? Uh, are you talking about timing in the exam? Yeah, or when, yeah when they sit in the exam hall. Yeah, well, if, when they sit in the, I think uh, going on from the maths thing there, if you see there, there's 100 uh, marks for the first section. So basically, if you just, the 300 marks for, for the paper, so 100 and 200. So if you divide really the 100 marks by two, it'll give you your timing as such. So I, I would suggest, you know, 50 minutes or so there and about 100 minutes on that, and that'll give you the, the <clears throat> two and a half hours that's uh, present in it. So it's a very easy thing for you to work out in terms of that. It's a new paper, a lot of, a lot of pages as well, like the last person was on about there. So it's, it's very challenging from that amount. But I think the questions are a bit more specific than they were on the older paper, uh, on the old exam. But at the same time, you know, the choice on the older exam was much more uh, in all those years when we didn't have a pandemic around. <laughs> I'm interested by the fact that you said as well, I think, that you used to be able to do biology and ag science, but now you can. That's a very attractive option for students who've strengthened that way. Yes, I think it has accounted really for the growth in the numbers in the last you know, 10 years or more. Um, so it was quite helpful, quite complimentary. Obviously, there's an office of laboratory work and that sort of stuff in, in both of them. And they were uh, very helpful towards one another. Uh, I had plenty of students that were studying both. Now, let's talk a little bit again, you know, uncertainty, uncertainty. But, you know, about the practical work, because there should be project work or coursework. What's your advice to students who are under pressure, worried a little bit about that at this point? Well, I, I would say... You know, everybody is kind of worried with a new course anyway in a normal year sure. because you have very little to go on. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's no previous exam papers. There's only a sample paper which came quite late. Um, the project brief, everybody who is studying the subject will be familiar with it, the thematic brief, improving sustainability in Irish agriculture, and there's 25% of the marks for that, and that has to be in by some time. Uh, it's a written submission in, if you like, by April. So, yes, I would say... Don't be panicking, mm-hmm. really. You know, be, be a bit more relaxed about it because you're in the same situation as all of the other 8,000 that are there. So we're just, I suppose, waiting to see will there be any more alleviation uh, in terms of the exam or indeed on the project there because that has been a major difficulty. It came very late. It didn't come at the commencement of the course. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it was four months late. And in a normal year, that might be acceptable. 
but over the two years that has been a huge big thing because you've missed the first four months of it when you could have been researching on it and uh, it does say you know it should have been there at the commencement of the two year course but it wasn't Now you were written an examiner in the past what are they looking for? I mean I know the paper has changed but you know the tone of it the presentation I presume is similar what do you think students should bear in mind as they approach this well, paper? Well I, I mean they're really studying the science of agriculture that's the essential point in it there and uh, in terms of the, the papers gone in the past, you know, you, if, you, if you've had your bullet points down, your kind of list points, points that you absolutely had to know in terms of the major topics, which are things like soils and crops and the various farm animals uh, that you do there, and then be able to develop those points out in terms of, you know, science. And I would also say a new thing in this exam might be to develop your scientific literacy because uh, it appeared to me that there will be passages on there and you will be asked to interpret them and, and add to the view that you have from the course already. So you'll be asked to interpret stuff that you've never seen before uh, on the day. And some people actually quite like that mm-hmm. because they, they, they can be good at analysis. You like this course, though. You love ag science. I love ag science, yeah, and I love, uh, and the students really love it. You know what I mean? They, they choose to do it. Uh, it's pretty close to their hearts a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a nice course, and the last course was quite a nice course. It was, and you had a lot of reassurance there because there was 40 years of papers, both honours and paths to look at. Uh, so in, in this particular thing, I would say to people, though, you know, we're still on the island of Ireland. Look at the old papers where there's relevant stuff there because I don't think you're going to be asked, uh, you know, questions from the Texan agriculture scene or from any other place. It'll be basically around Irish agriculture. So the old course, insofar as there's questions there, given the fact that we haven't an awful lot to go on, I would look at those when the topics are still on the course, uh, like in soils and like in crops and animals. You'll be an interesting man to talk to now the day after the exams happen because as you say there is so much to learn there's so much change in this particular subject so that'll be kind of a fascinating one for us to keep an eye out on. But for the moment Brendan I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for your help and uh, information this evening. That's Brendan Green from St. Clair's Comprehensive School in Manor Hamilton in Leitrim. Just a minute to get back to Jean Kelly who's covering ordinary level level uh, maths paper two for us this evening. Jean just some quick questions for you um, coming yep. in. What grade do I need to get as a base qualification for most popular university and college courses? Well, it actually does depend on the college course, but like if it's a science-y course, it'll probably be an O2, business probably an O3, O4, and in in fact, most courses now will let you in with a with a O5, O6. So a pass, really, we were talking for earlier, the majority of courses. Yeah, we were talking earlier when we were sending out some stuff on Twitter beforehand, we try and do that before a subject comes on. It's a good high pass rate for ordinary level maths. Absolutely, 90%. <laughs> you know, that's good. I'll take You want that. to be one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, positivity <laughs> exactly. always works. Now, just we'll give you one more chance to bang on about your logbook. Any handy tips to remember which formula to use and when? Do you know, I would be a nerd and I'd probably make out posters and everything to put like each topic. I'd have all the formulae gathered together for each topic and just put them all around my room or record myself, you know, labelling out 10 formulae for the line or something like that. But in fairness, when you look at the log tables, they're really laid out very well and they have the the topic name on the top so it's not that hard to navigate Oh you want that logbook <laughs> Valentine's Day in the logbook Listen thank you Jean Kelly again for the Institute of all. Education well, the best to look to all the kids now Oh thank you so much I'm sure we'll be back to all you right. again um, It was a pleasure Thank you Thank you and everybody at home you're welcome to join us back here on the Study Hub on Thursday evening at half six we'll be covering geography uh, so you get your questions in now we will talk to you on Thursday and don't forget to log on to see Ellen Clark and Molly O'Brien's YouTube videos and of course you can all, always email us here at studyhub at rt.ie Thank <laughs> you.